Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jacob with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, and we have Ole Demigard back, and we have special guest Quinn Wright. So we're going to be talking about some very interesting, very interesting subject matter. We kind of talked about it briefly on the last show, and Ole was wanting to bring in the special guests to go deeper into the subject. Ole, you want to uh, talk a little bit about the subject matter? The subject matter is what is called TIs, or targeted individuals, and gang stalking, which uh, for me up until like four, five, six years ago, sounded like absolute nonsense. I, I, I couldn't make any sense out of it. But I was contacted over years of, by, I don't know, I think maybe between 50 and 100 different people from around the world saying more or less exactly the same. And then in, I believe in 2016, I was invited as a speaker to a conference in Berlin for TIs. And I didn't get it. Why, why did they invite me? Because I so didn't know anything. And anyway, they said, no, we wanted you for a specific reason and whatever. So I was there for three days and I met all of these people. I never met an audience that was so uh, attentive, so into it. So, you know, like we, we the, the second day we went for delayed uh, dinner and, and we thought the day was over, the speakers. And we came back after like three hours or something like that. The room was still full. So we, we, we did a night session as well because it was like, and what I felt was uh, when all of these people were talking, I, I didn't know, it really sounded to me like they were crazy because the things they said, very similar things, but I just felt, mm, why? Why would anyone do things like that? Why would the thing we talked about in the last show, the, the type of gang stalking, the type of, I mean, these things must be really expensive operations and these people didn't seem like targets that would be, how shall I say, high level, high profile enough to do an operation like that. And But after these uh, three days with them, I completely changed my mind because I could feel the pain. I really, the sincerity and the pain from these people. And what I found was that uh, the only thing they had in common, because they were people from all over, from so many different walks of life, the only thing I could see they that they had in common was that they were Without a lot of friends, the social network around them, very weak. They were often single parents, uh, somebody that nobody would really pay attention to. And especially if they were saying weird stuff, there would be no one that would take it seriously. So uh, over the years, I've been, like I said, I've been in contact with many. I've really tried to help them the best I could. I forward them to, to like there was especially, I think his name is John Hall heavyweight in this area who's uh, mo written multiple languages. He was one of the other speakers. So I forwarded many people to him because I thought he's so much more capable than I, I am to assist them. And then a few months ago, I was contacted by Quinn here, who was uh, giving me a similar story. But the thing that was interesting, even more interesting, was that he was from the Jehovah's Witnesses, which is another group that uh, I have been looking into a little bit. But, but it's always from these type of organizations when you have insiders saying very similar things again, then it takes it to a whole different level. So I asked Quinn because I know it's a major step for him to step forward like this. 
with camera on and so on. Who knows what the what the repercussions will be? I hope positive. And I, I also just want to say, if anything, anything happens to Quinn or that his life suddenly goes really, really dark or whatever, that will just confirm what is being said today. So back off, leave him alone, leave him alone. And let's get these things out in the open because so many people are suffering from similar things. And also one thing that I really admire with Quinn is that he's got like the mind of an entrepreneur almost there's a problem. Let's see if we can find a solution. And I think Quinn is on the way to find solutions for that can benefit so, so many different people. So I'm really happy that he can join us today, that he has the bravery to do that. And uh, I'm just going to take a step back and see what happens. Excellent. All right, Quinn, lots of love and protection to you right now that we're in a family. Basically, we're going to send you a lot to love bubbles and uh, keep you protected. So Feel free to, you know, go wherever you want with us. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Okay. I have a couple notes because I just don't want to forget a couple of things I want to touch on. Um, so basically, one way to look at the targeting program is it's kind of an extension of MK Ultra. It's the same type of stuff. Uh, from what I understand, the government's never stopped doing those type of experiments. They just rebrand in different names. Um, now, recently, a lot of Americans been worried about something called the Restrict Act that they're trying to pass. That's going to basically be a lot of intrusive surveillance. It's like the Patriot Act on steroids. Mm. And when I read over some of the things in the Restrict Act, I honestly wasn't that worried about it because targeted individuals have been living that for like the past couple of decades. Um, everything laid out in that Restrict Act, targeted individuals have been like the test subjects, I think, for all that type of stuff. But that's just the soft side of it. The worst side of it is the directed energy weapons, that side of the targeting. So um, there's a woman named Karen Kingston. A lot of people know her work. Um, She's been finding a lot of patents on things that are in the vaccines, uh, mind control, graphene oxide, surveillance under the skin. And I can say that every single thing that Karen Kingston has found a patent on, these are things that target individuals have been trying to sound warning on for decades. For example, a lot of targets back in the day would say, you know, they got microchipped. You know, that sounds science fiction. And there's videos where TIs actually have like electromagnetic detectors and they're showing how like they're emitting wireless signals. Well, recently it's been brought to people's attention that certain people who have gotten the jab are emitting signals and being tracked and traced. And all those things TI has been complaining about, but back then it was like a microchip, but now like they can do it not having to microchip you just by getting that, that whatever it is, graphene oxide and other toxic stuff through the, through the jabs. So, um, and they always say that, you know, the military is what, like 50 years ahead of what we know. And I, I feel that the target individuals have been the test subjects for like all these things we see coming out now. And that also goes into um, when Oli was talking about how it sounds so bizarre when you hear people talking about it. So one of the reasons that they harass us with these really weird things is to mimic schizophrenia. They want people to think we're crazy. So like, for example, um, let's say they'll do something really strange. Like every time you leave your house, a mill truck drives by and honks the horn. And... No matter what time you leave your house, it could be 10 o'clock at night, the mill's not even running, they send a mill truck, honks his horn. 
Well, that happens to you every time you open your door, eventually you're going to realize that, okay, somebody's playing a game with you. But if you tell somebody that, they're going to think you're like, what do you mean the milk truck? Like what? Like, you know, so they do these strange things so that you can't report it. One thing that all targets have gone through, and I've gone through this a lot, except for when I finally got a bunch of cameras, is they'll go into your house and they'll just move things around. And they'll move it in a way where you know there's no doubt that it was not put, that you didn't put it there. But then when you try to report it, people will kind of gaslight you and say, oh, no, you're just being forgetful. You must have put it there. And you can't call the police either because, you know, you're going to look crazy. And this is what they perfect it. So they do all these weird, weird things. And then along with the weird things you're doing, they're also aggressively hacking into your phone, your computer. So when you see these weird things, the targeted individual connects them all. They know like, okay, when I see that car with the one headlight out everywhere I go, it must be connected to the rest of people trying to get into my email. Like, so, so the target knows these things are all connected, but when they try to speak, they're made to look crazy. And another thing is very important to understand is that one thing people always ask, well, why, you know, like, why you? And the reason that, so I'll explain it like this. Um, I think the drug is called uh, rindesimir or something like that. Um, the drug that nurses were giving people when this whole thing broke out and then the rindesimir was killing people. Well, the reason nurses did that is because they had to be lied to. If nurses were told the truth, if they said, hey, you know, when people come with COVID, we want you to give them this toxic drug that's going to kill them so we can inflate the numbers. Well, they wouldn't participate. They'd be like, I'm not taking part of that. And then you'd also have whistleblowers. So with the targeting program, if people who are involved knew that they were taking people who are completely innocent and absolutely destroying their lives, they would say, I'm not taking part of that. So what they have to do when they select people that they want to target in order to get people to participate, that's why they'd make up stuff. So one of the things that the targeted program is connected with is the Patriot Act and the fusion centers. So the fusion centers are responsible for putting people on watch lists. And it's within some of those, um, those people that people become targets. I'm not saying everybody on a watch list is a targeted individual, but that's one way that, that it's funded. So when they select people, they will, um, what I believe they're doing is using deep fake technology. So say like they can make a deep fake video of somebody doing whatever. They can make a fake police report. Just they put fake information out and they'll spread it to say neighborhood watch groups. And they'll say, hey, this guy is a terrorist or he's a, a pedophile or he's a you know human trafficker. Like they will say the worst possible things they can just to get people to hate the person. And then they'll have no problem following that person around. So that's one layer of it. Like neighborhood watch groups are involved. Then you have local police may be involved. Then you have private investigator groups that may be involved. And then within that, there's the targeted program. So like some of those other agencies, they'll take part in harassing the targeted individual, but they won't even know what they're doing. They may just think, for example, like when I go to the grocery store, I get followed in. There'll be somebody waiting for me in their car. When I get out of my car, then they'll get out and walk in the store with me they'll usually end up around the same place I'm at. And then they walk out with me, but that person doesn't know because they think, okay, I'm just following this person on a watch list that needs to be watched. What they don't know is that while they're following me in the store, someone is in my house moving my stuff around to cycle and to harass me. And then say like my neighbors that may take out their cell phone and take a picture of me and upload it somewhere. Every time I come home, 
they think they're just doing what, you know, they're just helping, you know, helping FBI or whatever it is they think they're doing. They don't know that I'm being radiated when I go to sleep with electromagnetic weapons. Mm -hmm. So like you have all these different layers and it's just like the Redesimer and the nurses, they have to lie to these people to get all these different people to take part in it. And, and then even the people who are running the directed energy weapons, I think they're lied to too. If you tell somebody who's a military contractor, hey, you know, this guy's a child rapist, you know, or he hates Americans, he, you know, he's not going to have a problem saying, okay, we can experiment on this scumbag. That's why they have to say he's a, so that's why they have to make these charges up. However, one thing that all targets have in common is that they have no idea what's actually being said about them behind their back. No idea. It, it's, they make sure that the target can never know because if we knew about it, we could defend ourselves. And if there's, if there's something like deep fake, some, a target could say, Hey, I know that's not me. It must be CGI or something like that. But when you don't know what's actually being said, you can't defend yourself. That's part of it. And then to get a little deeper into it. So when Oli was talking about, I think in the last interview you guys had about the adrenochrome, that's even a deeper level of it. Cause there's a lot of things going on with targets. There's experimentation. There's, there's, you know, all, all different types of things that be happening. But if it is true that they're trying to attract or um, extract adrenochrome, they want the person to be in the absolute most depressed misery. You know, they, they want them in the worst state possible to cause the maximum amount of pain. So if they were to take a real criminal, they're not going to get that much adrenochrome. You know, a real criminal, he knows he's doing dirt. He's not that, you know, he's not going to feel that guilty. He's probably just going to think he got what's coming to him or it's revenge. So they take completely innocent people and destroy their lives like this, setting them up for stuff, spreading rumors, that's going to cause the maximum amount of like distress. For the first two years, I became a target every single morning. Like, why? What do they do? Who set me up? Why they got the wrong guy? Why? Like, I drove myself crazy. Why? You know, I don't even have a criminal record. The closest I've ever been to being arrested was when I was like 22 years old. I was driving with a suspended license and the cop said, well, you know, this is an offense I can arrest you for, but I'm not going to arrest you. And he just told my car. That's the closest I've ever been to being arrested. And a lot of targets have that same story where like they have like no criminal record, you know, and that they're being followed around like they're some some of Bin Laden. So I think that it may even be a criteria to really cause the most pain to select people who are innocent that just torture them. So it, it's very multi-layered. And uh, just one more thing I want to mention too is... Uh, so there's a, a, I believe it's a false flag shooting. I don't know if you looked into this earlier or not, if you heard of this one, but someone by the name of Aaron Alexis, and they say he was a targeted individual. So mm. the mainstream media decided to focus on this point that he carved on the side of his AR-15, like my EMF weapon or something like that. And why the mainstream media purposely wants to put that out there. That's like the only thing people know about it. Oh, he carved my EMF weapon. He was a crazy targeted individual. And I don't think he carved anything on that weapon. I think it's just like at 9-11 when the terrorist passport was in the rubble. You know, the whole building turns to dust, but all oh, the passport's there, so they know that's the guy that did it. I, I think that's what they did. They carved my EMF weapon on this, on a supposed weapon so that when anyone hears targeted individual, they're going to think of, oh yeah, targeted individual. Yeah, that guy, he carved my EMF weapon because he thought he was being hit with electromagnetic pulses. 
But I think they did that so that when people like me come forward and say, I'm being hit with microwave weapons, that's what the mainstream media wants to put out there. Oh, this crazy guy, he shot all these people, and look, he carved by EMF weapon on the side of it. So I don't think he carved anything. And if you look at the surveillance footage, which is another thing weird, I, I feel like when there's false flags, they want to put that out there for some reason. Like, you can find that. You can't say the word ivermectin without getting banned, but they'll put surveillance footage and stuff like they want you to see. But when you look at the surveillance footage of his name's Aaron Alexis, he looks like, it looks like a deep fake CGI to me. I mean, I'm not an expert, but it just doesn't look natural. It looks like it's a fake video. So I think he was a targeted individual. They used his identity. They used him because targets are perfect to set up. They're already isolated. No one's going to, you know, advocate for them. Uh, and they carved that on the weapon and say, oh, look, we carved on a weapon. So I think that's completely fake. And... As a targeted individual, he wouldn't even he wouldn't be able to get off of his street with a loaded gun, because we're followed all the time. I can't check the mailbox with at least at least a car outside with a camera or something in it. Like they watch you, they literally watch you twenty four seven. So the fact he was a target individual, there's no way he sat in his house, got his AR fifteen, carved my EMF weapon on it, loaded the gun, got in his car, drove to the Navy Yard where they're saying he had some sort of clearance there. So he drove there with a loaded gun, got into his clearance are still good, fired off several shots, and then they finally got to him. As a target individual, he wouldn't have got anywhere near to pull that off. And I'm only bringing that up because I think that, I can't say all of them, but I think that in some of these false flag shootings where there is a real identity of a person, I think some of these people are targets that are set up because they're already isolated. Nobody's gonna fend for them. They've already got our DNA. They're already like got so much footage of us because they're recording us all the time. It's very easy for them to put like deep fake stuff together. Um, and I think a lot of it, they're set up. And I mean, I can't say all of them, but I do think they're an Alexis thing. I think that was a false flag and I think he was set up. Um, and so I, so I do think that generally they're not trying to kill targets. They're just, they're experimenting on them. They're torturing them. Like, like Ole said, they could be also extracting you know, energy from them. But then when they want a false flag, I think that they can also pull from that list. Like say, like say for example, I live in Connecticut. They want to pull something to Connecticut. They could say, oh, who do we have in Connecticut? And they could pick somebody who already is in, in this network. Wow. But that's, I just wanted to share that. That's, that's some of the information that I've learned and, and figured out in the past couple of years. Oh my God. You just put so many pieces of the puzzles together. Wow. That was incredible. Incredible. Good job. Ole, you have something? I want to say for someone who hasn't heard about these things before, sounds, I think, like uh, this guy is all over the place. But this, Quinn is one of many, 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 many people. And one of the first people I ever got in touch with that were talking about this thing was a very, very heavyweight doctor, author, researcher. She was also in the Finnish government, I believe, and in the, she was invited in by military intelligence in Finland and Russia, and she was taken around to see all kinds of stuff. Her name was Rauni Kilde, and she was an amazing person, really, really amazing books that she wrote. And she was writing a lot about these things, or very specific, very detailed, also in documents that had leaked out. She was also way before the whole corona thing, she was warning about exactly this whole thing, what they were going to do, how they were going to do it. She said, 
The first wave would be the swine flu followed by others, but it was a matter of depopulation and the whole shebang. Mm. She named Soros and Kissinger and the whole lot. But uh, I also want to say that uh, the other speaker at that uh, Berlin conference, his name was John Hall, H-A-L-L. He's written multiple books. And I know that he's helped a lot of people get rid of chips and implants. They have a special technique where you can just, they, they take this sensor over the skin and just like, dude, 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 dude. And then they just operate them. I mean, they suck them out. They got like, uh, it's very easy many times to just suck them out. You just make a small little um, <clears throat> wound and then with a suction cup, they just suck them out. Wow. So, uh, yeah, these operations, like always with all types of operations, are to completely compartmentalized, just like Quinn is uh, suggesting with other words, where people are not aware of the full, the bigger picture. And so just want to point out, I think all of us are trying to understand why are they doing it? And I don't think there's just one answer. I think this is a multi-layer, just like why are they chemtrailing us? There are many, many different operations under the same umbrella type of thing. And here, I think these individuals are being, when they're being pushed out from organizations like Jehovah's Witnesses or someone, when they've been starting to become a problem by asking questions and being critical or whatever, they get pushed out in the cold outside the tribe and suddenly they're on the list of suitable targets for whatever operation needed. So this is what I think, and we were in the last show, we were talking about why in the bigger picture where I think there's a possibility that this is connected to quantum computers and, uh, you know, like um, data storage and so on, where they're using these targets to suck this, uh, the energy and also use their body memory, cell memory as part of this whole thing. So, but we are in a, in a process of trying to understand and grasp the, the gravity and how big this really is. Yeah, so it looks like there's lots of Manchurian candidate options out there they have. I always wondered how they like would, you know, create a Manchurian candidate and then insert them somewhere. But from what you're saying, Quinn, it's 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 easy for them because they're just like going through the population, finding someone that they can manipulate or just choosing someone to manipulate doesn't mean that, you know, any of us are above this manipulation. My son has been manipulated manipulated like this too. So what you're saying is like some of the stuff my son's been through. So I, I think he was targeted obviously because of me, but uh, that's that's very interesting. All the things you've said, they I just want to see. I'm oh, sorry. They for many, many, many decades, especially in the U.S., they've been targeting people in prisons and in mental institutions and in, mm. in um, you know like the minorities and so on. People that nobody really pay attention to or care about. You know, homeless people, whatever. All of these people have been used for all kinds of horrific experiments and and operations. And here's just another level of it. And I think that uh, in this group of individuals, when it comes to people used as patsies or whatever for the big operations, they go through them just like with Sirhan Sirhan in the Robert Kennedy case. And, and the people that are the most uh, open to hypnosis and to different MKUltra methods are the ones that are being handpicked for special operations like the Robert Kennedy killing. So, and then we have all of the other layers of people that are just being messed with. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, my, my wife is chiming in. She's like, she has pictures of how they've manipulated her too. So yeah, there's a lot of people that get targeted. I've been targeted 
I know the energy weapons they use, they've used them on me yeah. as well. So I think a lot of us have been. So uh, it, it makes sense now how they've been activating people and basically been, you know, using people over time. Like the the one gentleman you were talking about, I worked in the Washington Navy Yard when I was in a, when I was a hard hat diver. That's where I went through training, and then they moved down to Panama City, Florida. But back in the day, I remember going to the Washington Navy Yard, and I saw how this guy came in. I was like, that just there's no way. You know, there's no way that guy could have come in and done all, done that, that level of shooting. So it was obviously some kind of, you know, Manchurian candidate. And probably some of those people, I think you might have mentioned that, were probably targeting and killed and then blamed on him. Yeah, because yeah, also, too, like, that, you know, they say he was a target or he claims he was a target individual. So, like, there's no way he, because you have different people that are watching you. So even if there's an elite group that want him to commit a crime, there's local law enforcement and local neighborhood watch people that are on the target all the time. So someone would have been alarmed that he left his house with a gun and he, he would have been followed the whole time. So like, it's not likely that he, he being a target already watched 24 seven could actually load a gun and get in his car and drive it there, you know, without already, without the police already being like following him there anyway. Um, like there was just one time where uh, every I haven't done in a while, but every once in a while, like when I'm followed aggressively, I'll, I have sometimes approached people. There was one time where uh, I seen this person take a picture of me as I was driving by, real obvious. So I put the car in reverse, I, and I started to get out of the car, and just like that, like two cars came up, and they didn't they weren't aggressive. But one of them wrote on the window and said, "Oh hey, how you doing?" Like being really friendly, and I can tell they were just trying to like eat me calm, make sure I wasn't going to do anything, but two cars came up just like that, just because I put the car in reverse. So like, you know, when you're a target, they have teams of people that are watching you and they're, they're ready for anything. So going back to Aaron Alexis, yeah, for him to load a gun, get in his car, drive it, get to the Navy yard and fire off several shots. I don't believe it. I, I think that, um, yeah, he was probably set up and then they carved that on his weapon. And they told the mainstream media, this is the point we're going to focus on. And they showed the picture of the, the gun and it said my my EM, EMF weapon on it. And that was there, I think, just to set them up, you know, and to make other people who were dangerous too. Like if we say we're getting hit with electromagnetic weapons, they want people to feel like, oh, he's a dangerous person. He's just going to go crazy and shoot people. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing I want to do is show you kind of some of the video of what I, what, 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 whatever it is, but I'm definitely, I can feel that I'm being attacked that night. And so what I believe on the camera is something connected to whatever they're doing with me. And I just want to point out before, if Quinn uh, puts it on, that I've seen very similar things, almost identical from CCTV cameras uh, when it comes to specific uh, false flag operations where they've been showing, oh, here, the shooter came here. He was doing that. There's these particles that are like uh, almost like a whirlwind around the cameras. Very odd. Very, and I've never understood what it is because it looks like it's a snow blizzard, but there's no snow. And uh, then when Quinn was uh, sending me footage from his bedroom and and house, I thought, whoa, it's the exact same thing. And then after we we uh, I, we had some very intense talks here for a while. And then after one of the, the last talk we had, it just accelerated in a way that was really bizarre. And I hope also, Quinn, you can show where it's really going. And then suddenly it's like sucked into the ground. It, it's really very, very odd. So whatever that is, if there's anyone out there that knows more, please 
contact us and let us know what is going on because I am confused. We can see your mouse and a black screen. So imagine the level of uh, coordination, the level of monetary, uh, you know, outflow that goes to these organizations. Just one target, like like Quinn, you know, all all the money that's spent on the on the people that are you know part of watching Quinn and involved with manipulating Quinn. He's just one guy. We're talking mm. thousands of people, and we're talking worldwide. Yeah, but especially in the U.S. I mean, uh, the U.S. have this incredible tendency of when it comes to bad stuff, you're in the top. I don't know why that is with false flags and uh, all kinds of stuff. But what I was informed from the inside was that one of the reasons they do this is to get the biological IP address of the ID of this of that specific person. Once they got that, boom that's when the targeting starts. So the gang stalking is there to get the biological IP address. And after that, these people, it's almost like getting the phone number to someone and then through the phone, they can be reached at every time, at any time. So please, uh, Quinn, tell us, I mean, here you can see the, or there's yeah. nothing going on. Wow. Um, yeah. This is an infrared camera, right? Yep. Yeah, so the infrared night vision is able to pick this up. So I can't see any of this stuff with my eyes, but the the cameras pick it up. And it's what it is. Uh, yeah, that's in the afternoon. Most of the time, what I've heard from people reporting is that uh, it's very often three a.m. between three and five in the morning. That's when when these things happen. But that is also when so many of these different type of operations occur as well when, when people get uh, taken out or whatever. And you can see there's like a pulsing energy in the middle, and then from that pulsing energy, then those white particles start to come out of that. Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. So what do you think this is? Or is this some kind of a being or is this some kind of energy coming through? What, what exactly do you think this is? So I think it's some sort of energy that was one time a pot knocked off the stove and the cat, I'll show you this one, the cat went running from it. Allow me to go to this one first. I, I think it's is whatever what well, the thing is that it's pulsating like twenty four seven a lot. So I mm -hmm. think that they just have something constantly in my house. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's doing something to me, maybe it's hooked up to me. I'm not really sure. But then right. sometimes I wake up feeling like burnt like my, my body's like burnt in the morning. Not always, but sometimes like my legs would be red and I feel like it was burning me. Many times People have been telling me they're lying with their head in a certain direction in bed, and suddenly they they feel they hear almost like a laser sound, and they they start getting like a very burning sensation or like a boiling sensation. Mm. And then what if they do? If they just change position so that the head gets out of that position, it stops, and then it's sort of it re it feels like it's recalculating, finding the head again, and then it it starts again. But I mean, look at to that to the left there. I mean, there's no wind inside the room. And this is the one where I think the cat felt the energy and it was running like for cover. 
there you go, 5 a.m. It's almost, yeah, it's very early. So right about now, you could see the cat running from it before it hits. Wow. Boom. That was a big one. Yeah. So when the other one was pulsing, it's like the cat was getting restless. For, it didn't realize why. And then it's moved out of the, out of the way. Mm -hmm. And then that one came Man. in even really super strong and it, it, you know, felt it coming yeah. in. That's what's wild. So they're obviously, you know, animals are a lot more sensitive. Usually they pick up, you know, when there's earthquakes and stuff like that, they get, they get freaked out. And if they're in the wild, they like move away from the area that's going to get like the tsunami that hit and, you know, the, the islands, uh, several years ago. So that basically the animals ran for the hills and everybody else, you know, got, got knocked out, got, uh, you know, got the tsunami. Can you guys hear that sound? Is the sound on? Nope. No. To tick, you have to tick the box below, share sound as well. Yeah, this is really interesting, I think, because this is a camera that does not record uh, the sound at all, doesn't record audio, and still, because it's down where you share, with the share options, there should be one box you tick that says uh, share sound or something like that. Okay. Down, down in the menu. All the way down the bottom. Okay, there it is. There it is. Wow. And that is from device that does not record sound. Well, that is brutal. You can see the pulsating to the long. So I think that is the sound that they're beaming in my health seven. I hear it probably causing damage, but we just happened to pass found up some long. And and uh, I've had people contact me who have been filming themselves, but they, they put tin foil over their head, their head because that has been helping them, you know, the t classical tin foil hat, but covering them in the face. And then you can see the tin foil goes like this. So it, it's like wow. something is hitting. Yeah. It's, it's vicious. Yeah. That was the sound just out of the normal range of hearing. But when you, when that camera basically was picking it up, boy, that was very irritating. So imagine that's going off constantly like that in your house. Wow. Mm. Be hard to sleep. Mm. Now this is a possible source where one of these things is coming from. I can't say for a certainty, but this house has a light on it. If you look in the middle. Yeah. And you're going to see that light starts to pulsate. Mm -hmm. And what I think is some of these LED bulbs are, are weaponized and it looks like it's just like a light, but it's pulsating something. And I think it's, I think it could be coming from that house, at least one of them. So if you see this in the middle here where the lights on, you're going to see it start to, you're going to see it start to flash a little bit more. That's also one thing I've been informed when it comes to different types of directed energy weapons and laser weapons, they need clear sight. They, they, they cannot have obstacles in between. So, uh, th this or c clear view. I've also been told also by Quinn, but by several other people that, uh, before they started experiencing these things, some trees were cut down outside the building mm. and then that was standing in front of the window, the trees were removed and suddenly they were starting having this kind of experience. And Quinn has had, uh, at, le at least once, I think more than once, as far as I remember exactly that thing as well so yeah she comes to off like that yeah I'm already so, to that. that could be a couple different things too quinn it could be someone that actually lived you know rented the house or bought the house mm -hmm. just specifically to target you or it could be someone just you know nonchalantly 
and during the day or during the night, change the bulbs out and put their type, their particular type of bulb in there. So there's different ways that, you know, that can be done. When we used to target like terrorists and stuff like that, we had all, when I was in the CIA, we had all kinds of methods, you know, for, uh, like you're describing all the stuff you're describing is stuff that we used in the CIA to target individuals. Pretty crazy. Yeah, and I think too, because a lot of targets will say they think their neighbors are, are the ones doing it, but I had moved a bunch of times trying to figure this out. And what I've yeah. noticed is that it seems like when I went to a new neighborhood that they push certain neighbors, neighbors out, and I think they just occupy the neighbor's houses. Like right. sometimes that's what they do. Or like in this case, yeah, they could just put a bulb on that person's house. They might not even know it's pulsating or it's doing right. that. Um, but they have different methods. Like sometimes, uh, like... Every time I move, there's always like maybe like three weeks after there'll be like new cars in the neighborhood. And then sometimes when I move out of the neighborhood and I go back to the area, I'll see like the original cars that were there when I first moved in. So sometimes I think they like they move their agents close to me, I think. Now, why do you think they're targeting you? Is there anything that uh, you're involved in or you're, you have specific skills or something? Do you have any idea why they might be targeting you? So I have a couple like different ideas and it comes down to like three different possible reasons. But at the end of the day, it seems that like it could just be random. Yeah. And in some cases it's revenge. So say like, let's say that you cut somebody off who happens to work at the fusion center or has someone, you know, somebody at the FBI. Like if you, if you cross the wrong person, that's one way you can get in the list. Like just to give an example, I don't think this is the reason why, but there's a time I went to a, I went to get tires put on my car, and when I got the car back, the car was driving really like uneven, and I had to keep correcting it. So I knew they did something. So I went back there to complain and said, "Hey, you know that the car is not driving straight. I have to keep overcorrecting." So I complained and complained, and they were getting really, really angry, and and it got to the point where, you know, I uh, I made them give me new tires and. It was just, it got into an ugly situation. But what it ended up being was that they forgot to balance the tires. It was something that simple. And that's why they wasn't driving straight. But just as an example, like, let's say that guy, you know, is a, is a Freemason or something like that, or, or knows someone who's who works in the FBI. Like, you can cross the wrong person and get on the list too. There was one, what, one example for Target. His name was, uh, I think it was James Harkins. And he's disappeared, like a lot of targets eventually disappear. But what he said was he um he was in Colorado and he was dating this girl who came from a wealthy family and her parents were out of town. So him and his girlfriend were there at with the house by themselves. And he said how he got really high on drugs and he ended up stealing the girl's laptop. You know, thing that people on drugs sometimes do. Mm-hmm. Not justifying it, but he said that the girl's father was the vice president at this big insurance company, and he thinks that that's what got him targeted. So I heard of another story where there was a woman that said her, her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend threatened her and said, I have friends in high places. And then two weeks after that, she started being targeted. So I think that's kind of another way you can get on the list. That I think it's generally random. But then if you cross somebody who's in that network and they're looking for people to target, you can get on the list that way too. Now, once but, once they targeted you, they potentially use you for like an insuring candidate or just because, you know, maybe you reported some of this crazy stuff that you're experiencing. They, they put you on a list like this person's crazy. And then they go, yeah, this person, 
this person was reporting all kind of crazy stuff and they went off on a shooting rampage. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, but you never did the shooting, you know, you yes. just end up dead somewhere and, and then they have all this stuff on you. Yeah. And then they can also make up whatever they want because you can't defend yourself. You know, these people right. always end up dead on location so they can never defend themselves. Um, so this, this is what happened. Uh, so after I had, when I was showing only this footage and I was sending them this stuff, this is what happened. It's never been this bad. And I think it was like a threat because it was after I was started sending him evidence and stuff. And it was, it's never been like this except for after I, I was sending all the evidence. <laughs> look down oh, to wow, the, they really down to the up, huh? Wow. I had that, that effect on people. <laughs> so when it happened, I'm like, I don't know if they're trying to threaten me or they're trying to take me out. Like maybe they're trying all to right. kill me at, yeah. at that point. Mm. And then you're going to see, I'm going to go outside and you're going to see there's nothing going on outside. When can you show, show us the one at 46 minutes where it just like goes back into that point where it came from almost. Okay. So this one shows that I don't know how to explain it, but it's definitely something controlled or intelligent or something. So you're going to see that it like it stops completely and look, looks like it goes into the ground or something. Okay, right about here, I think. That is strange. That is, wow. It's like you just called, get called into that spot right there. It's like, wow. Listen, guys. A portal or something. I, I need to go pretty soon, so uh, I'm really happy I introduced the two to, to each other. Can I just say before I go that uh, we got a webinar on Sunday. Uh, I've invited DJ Mark Devlin, who's a specialist in the music industry. He's uh, spent a lot of years exposing what is actually going on behind the scenes, uh, you know, with the satanic uh, involvement, the Illuminati involvement also. That are the same type of poses that are doing this type of crap. So that is on Sunday. Please go to my website, lightonconspiracies.com. And just sign up there. It's on donation and uh, join us there. So, uh, yeah, with, I think in one way, it's good news that they, that they label this, for this Patsy here, that he was a targeted individual in the, in this shooting here, because they've done very similar in Australia as well, where they labeled the shooter conspiracy theorist and uh, also an anti-vaxxer, you know, so it's, it's almost like they're, they're trying, they're becoming aware of that we are exposing these things. And so they need to sort of shut it down if they can. So in one way, I see it as good news that they label this guy a TI because then it's showing that we're making progress, that we're, we're getting it out there. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, well, like, thanks a lot for coming in and uh, sharing. Quinn, how, how can people, you know, overcome this stuff? Do you have anyone you contact? Anyone can contact anybody? So, um, I contact the, uh, Oli, but pretty much that was the only help that I've been able to find, like to deal with this and to help me figure it out. But, um, one thing I did discover that I do want to say, cause there are a lot of fake targeted individuals online and, and I don't want to, I'm not going to call anybody out, but there is a lot of controlled opposition. Like some people will, will say they're targets and then they start talking about like reptilians and all this other stuff that has nothing to do with targets. And they do that just to make us look crazy. So you, like if you type in target individual, 
you're going to have people that are acting crazy on purpose. And a lot of true information is, is like shadow ban. But one quick thing I want to say that does work is something called organite and organite is uh it's a material where, um, I, I don't know the best way to explain it, but, um, uh, it's two opposite. It's like inorganic and organic materials trapped encapsulated together. And then it creates like maybe like a big bang effect you could say, and it creates a positive energy. And the reason this works because it's not necessarily trying to shield you. It's kind of just transforming the negative energy into more positive energy. So that, that has greatly helped me having to organize. Um, and this is one piece, what it looks like is like these different materials trapped together and this gives us energy. These are the yeah. more popular ones, the ones that look like a pyramid. Can I, can I just say organite was invented by a man called Wilhelm Reich, who was, uh, he was even given the Nobel Peace Prize. No, not Peace Prize, but the pri uh, Nobel Prize for it. It's an incredible, incredible uh, invention that has been helping right. many, many, many different areas. Yeah, very good. Wow, that's great. So love to have you back on, Quinn, and maybe we could go deeper into this. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely amazing. So Laddon's Conspiracies. So you're going to have a show Sunday, you said? Yeah, well, Sunday, a webinar. Yeah. Okay, very good. And Quinn, is there any way people can contact you or are you kind of like, just kind of like out of, out of touch right now or what are you? I'm, I'm basically going to try to start a channel to be more oh, visible. Yeah. Um, good. But for now, if anybody wanted to contact me or wanted to, you know, interview me also, uh, they can contact you or Oli. They could send one of you guys a message. Okay. You guys send it to me. But then when I get a channel up and running, then I'll, I'll give you guys an information to give out. Wow. That's great. So Quinn Wright, everyone, uh, if, if you want to contact him, me or Oli, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get in touch with them and, you know, make it happen for you. So yeah, that's going to be great having a channel. This is, uh, so a lot of people are affected by this and that's mm -hmm. great. You have maybe, you know, so you put up cameras and, you know, get that evidence and then get some organite and, you know, consciousness and all kind of crazy stuff. We, we all talk about that. So it can make a difference. And I just want to say it to anybody who's a target, get yourself some infrared cameras because that can at least let you know maybe what's going on. And you can also know what rooms it's, it's coming from or where it's strongest at. And it could be some evidence too. So definitely put cameras in every room in the house and on the outside too to see if you can catch actual evidence. Right. Yeah. Everybody in the chat wants a part two. So we'll have to, uh, we have to coordinate that and have you back on Quinn. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much. And uh, thanks everybody for joining us and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality.